Chapter 4 of Eliza by Barry Payne. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Nigel Boydell. Chapter 4 Miss Sakers. On Saturdays, I always get back from the office early. This particular Saturday afternoon, I looked at our chimneys as I came down the street. I thought it very queer, but, to make certain, as soon as I got into the house, I opened the drawing-room door. It was just as I thought. I called upstairs to Eliza rather sharply. She came down and said, Well, what's the matter? I said calmly, The matter? Jane has apparently gone mad, that's all. Jane is the name of our servant. Eliza said that she did not think so, and asked me what the girl had done. I must say it made me feel rather sarcastic. It would have made any man feel sarcastic. I said, Oh, nothing. Milly lit the fire in the drawing-room, and not only lit it, but piled coals on it. It is not Sunday so far as I am aware. It is our rule to have the drawing-room fire lit on Sundays only. We are rather exclusive, and some other people seem to be rather stuck up, and between the two we do not have many callers. If anyone comes, it is always perfectly easy for Eliza to say, The housemaid has foolishly forgotten to light the fire here. Shall we not step into the dining room? I hate to see anything like waste. At this very moment, I added, the drawing-room fire is flaming halfway up the chimney. It seems we can afford to burn half a ton of coal for nothing. I cannot say that I was aware of it. You are satirical, said Eliza. I always know when you are being satirical, because you move your eyebrows, and say, I am aware, instead of, I know. I told Jane to light the fire myself. May I ask why? Miss Sakers is coming in. She sent me a note this morning to say so. That puts a different complexion on the affair. Very tactful of her to have announced the intention. I do not grudge a handful of firing when there is a reason. I only ask that there shall be a reason. Miss Sakers is the vicar's daughter. Strictly speaking, I suppose her social position is superior to ours. I know for a fact that she has been to county balls. She seemed anxious to cultivate an intimacy with us, so I gathered. I was not absurdly pleased about it. One has one's dignity. Besides, at the office, we frequently see people far above Miss Sakers. A nobleman who had called to see one of the partners once remarked to me, Your office is a devilish long way from everywhere. There was no particular reason why he should have spoke to me, but he seemed to wish it. After that, it was no very great thing that Miss Sakers seemed anxious to know us better. At the same time, I do not pretend that I was displeased. I went into the drawing-room and put some more coals on. "'Is it to be a party?' I asked. "'Not at all. She's coming quite as a friend.' I went upstairs and changed all my clothes, and then purchased a few flowers which I placed in vases in the drawing-room. Eliza had got two kinds of cake. I added a plate of mixed biscuits on my own responsibility. Beyond this, I did nothing in the way of preparation, wishing to keep the thing as simple and informal as possible. The tea was quite a success. 
Miss Sakers was to have a stall at the bazaar in aid of the new church. I promised her five shillings at first, but afterwards made it seven and six. Though no longer young, Miss Sakers is very pleasant in her manner. After tea, Miss Sakers and Eliza both did needlework. Miss Sakers was doing a thing in crewels. I could not see what Eliza was doing. She kept it hidden, almost under the table. To prevent the conversation from flagging, I said, Eliza, dear, what are you making? She frowned hard at me, shook her head slightly, and asked Miss Sakers about the special preacher for Epiphany Sunday. I at once guessed that Eliza was doing something for Miss Sakers' stall at the bazaar, and had intended to keep it secret. I smiled. Miss Sakers, I said, I do not know what it Eliza is making, but I am quite sure it's for you. There was a dead silence. Miss Sakers and Eliza both blushed. Then Miss Sakers said without looking at me, I think you are mistaken. I felt so sure that I was mistaken that I blushed too. Eliza hurriedly hid her work in the work basket and said, It is very close in here. Let me show you round our little garden. They both went out without taking any notice of me. Not having had much tea, I cut myself another slice of cake. While I was in the middle of it, Miss Sakers and Eliza came back, and Miss Sakers said good-bye to me very coldly. I offered to raise my bizarre donation to ten shillings, but she did not seem to have heard me. "'How could you say that?' said Eliza when Miss Sakers had gone. "'It was most tactless and not very nice.' "'I thought you were doing something for the bazaar. "'What were you making, then?' "'She did not actually tell me, but she implied it in a delicate way. "'Well,' I said, "'of course I wouldn't have called attention to it if I had known, "'but I don't think you ought to have been doing that work when Miss Sakers was here. "'I've no time to waste, and I always make mine myself. "'I was most careful to keep them hidden. "'You are very tactless.' "'I don't think much of that, Miss Sakers,' I said. "'Why should we go to this expense?' pointing to the cakes. "'For a woman of that kind!' End of chapter 4